it's one of those weird things that yeah, when Bethesda lets a team do their do what they want, you know, they sometimes they come out with something really awesome, and then at other times they come out with Redfall. Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about entertainment, video games, anime, a little bit of everything in between. And I'm your host, Joe. And with me, the man who knows the true meaning of May 5th, the one and only Nick. So Nick, please tell us all about Children's Day. Children's Day is a day in Japan that was adopted by the Japanese like you adopt a child. But it was adopted by the Japanese from the Mexicans um, because they won a battle that day. And on that battle, uh, during that battle, there were there was a, a, a brigade of children fighters that managed to sneak around the enemy and uh, capture the flag and return it home. But they went the wrong way, got on a boat, and a couple years, well, a few months later, not years, months later, they landed in Japan and the Japanese welcomed them with op- open arms. Somehow the battle in Mexico was also won that day because it turned out it didn't have anything to do with capturing a flag, but the Japanese kindly um, commemorate the arrival of the Mexican children to Japan with May 5th Children's Day. Yeah. All right. Uh, Interesting story you weave. All of that is a a fact. It's true. (laughs) You can't deny any of it. Yeah, and and China and Korea just happened to do Children's Day because... Well, they uh, stole it from the Japanese. I don't want to get political here, Joe, but they stole it, okay? uh, uh, But, I mean, is it really much to celebrate for just, you know, beating the French? I mean... (laughs) Like, I had a a Spanish teacher in in middle school, um, and she... She was she was actually Mexican and she kind of explained some of the holidays and it's like what she was like the holidays and she's like the holidays are in Mexico are just for winning battles because like Mexico really didn't win that many battles so they kind of had to celebrate like like each one that they won um, so Cinco de Mayo as I know is a is a celebration of a victory in a battle but I don't know anything more than that I get is it. By the French, was it against the French? Yeah, it was against the French. Uh, eighteen something, eighteen sixty one, eighteen sixty two, something like that. Um, and yeah, that's that is the legit like you know people think it's um, Independence Day, and that's September sixteen. Uh, I hope it's September sixteen because or else I'd say that wrong. But whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, my my VP of my company would surely be upset for me getting that one wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, in it's, fact, uh, okay. for, for our uh, because of uh, the, the holiday, we, we we ended up getting a taco truck uh, for our company outside our business. That's so right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was pretty great actually. It's just like yeah, get whatever you guys want. You know, just the the company's gonna pick up the tab. Okay. So yeah, sure enough, uh, it was pretty great. So uh, how have you been celebrating the day, man? Good. I just had a beer. Yesterday, uh, my company had a happy hour. 
and um, I had uh, <laughs> I had a um, uh, we went to a Yard House. I don't know if you have those up there. Surely you have those. Not that I'm, probably I'm just not aware of it. So what the Yard House is just a, a pub or they're like they're I think they're nationwide, um, but maybe they're not uh, in every city. But it's kind of a it's a restaurant bar, really. Ra I mean, I, I don't know about all of them, but most of the ones I've been been to are really huge. They're like a huge restaurant bar, and they have all you know just tons of food and drinks and stuff like that. So it's you know it's kind of just it's just a very corporate you know restaurant, I'll say. But they make a really good. I think it's called Korean steak and. Korean fries or something. I don't know, but, uh, it's a really good take on steak and fries. Um, and, uh, I ordered that along with uh, a beer. Um, and, uh, it was a good old time. We had, we had a great old May the 4th be with you. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. And, um, yeah, but, but today I just had a, a beer. Uh, so that's how I've been celebrating. How have you been celebrating Joe? Um, Taco truck. I just told you all about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's it. Okay. Yeah, no, things have been, things have been going good, though. It's been... Uh, I had tacos, you know, too. Not from a truck. I made them myself. I don't even think about it because it's normal for me, but okay. okay. You're like, it's called Friday, <laughs> it's called and that's Friday. what I do. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is my life. I eat tacos. <laughs> so, so my kids know what, like if they hear the word taco or certain certain foods or like trigger foods where they instantly hear that and they blurt out that's what they want and then they can't get their minds off of it so when suggesting to my uh to my spouse about what we should make the kids we have to get creative with names so um we end up calling uh when we want a taco we're like hey should we make uh mexican hot pockets um or italian flatbread <laughs> so yeah those are like some of our code names um you know it's like just charred bread for toast because he will like he's like toast yeah i'm like yeah so uh <laughs> we're just, yeah should we you know we got charred bread we got uh wheat circles uh for cheerios things like I that just, you have to get creative i just want to like smash cut to like your kid being like six years old and uh go into like the cafeteria and go and going up to the cafeteria lady can i just have some charred bread and they're gonna be like what <laughs> charred bread you know you char you charred bread and it's like black it's like bread but like black and then you're like you mean toast and he's like yeah that's another name for it <laughs> just give me like what the hell what the hell did you do to your kid man <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I like I said, it's like going around saying um, Mexican Hot Pockets will probably get him into a fight at some time in his life, so. <laughs> He's got to learn how to fight sometime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, it's, uh, it's you know, Chalupa? things have been good. Mexican Hot Pocket. Quesadilla? No, that's, I don't know. I don't know what that would be, because uh, that's, you know, half-folded. <laughs> Tortilla. So, have you not had a hot pocket before? I know. You know, or a burrito like style. I mean, we don't do hard shells. We do soft. Well, pockets. to me, though, so a, a taco, I guess a burrito would be like a hot pocket now that I think about it. Yeah. But, like, so that makes sense. I was thinking taco. That's what you meant. But now that I see you meant well, burrito. We don't do the hard shell. We do the soft shell. And that's, uh, but we have all the, the taco fixings. So, you know, it's. 
Technically, yeah. a burrito would be more of an apt description, but... I mean, like, for my family, actual hard shell tacos are extremely rare. Like, we, like, never do that at home. Like, we always just do um, soft shell, but then we use a comal and we get them extra toasted, and then they kind of harden up. So I guess that's kind of hard shell. I don't know. We just don't think about it that way, but... I can see how you would, but okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, we have to have it into a burrito form because, or else the kid is guaranteed to make a mess. Yeah. And so, yeah, any enclosed device for eating is, you know, the way to go. Smart. So, but yeah, uh, outside of that, uh, yeah, same old, same old. How about yourself? Last couple of weeks, anything new and exciting? Um, I've been playing through little bits of a bunch of games, um, which I will dole out over the next several weeks uh kind of storing up on that front as i try to watch more anime and other stuff but that's pretty much it i mean we actually have quite a bit of news today which is well that's good which is a pleasant change of pace i feel like the last like since christmas essentially we haven't had hardly anything in the news front um as far as what i'm used to anyway but yeah, yeah so- we've had just one or bit two big headline topics and that's really been about it. But this seems like we got a little bit of smattering of everything. So yeah, let's just cut to the chase and why don't you get to it? Yeah, man. So what's, what's the first on the one docket? So uh, last time, two weeks ago when we had our podcast, um, this had not happened yet. Uh, so we're going to cover it today. The uh, Microsoft Activision deal uh kind of fell through it was uh, blocked by uh the uh U- uk um i guess basically their version of the securities or mergers and acquisitions whatever regulates uh that over there they blocked the deal um ultimately and uh since then uh phil spencer has said that they are appealing it i, I read today that there's like 14 there's like 14 courts or circuits um, that they need to, that they want to get it passed through. And it's, it's been okayed by nine of them. Um, So they're going to appeal and try to figure out a way around it. But it's kind of a, it's kind of a big blow to what they're trying to do Um, to me. Anyway, I think uh, they've kind of tried to downplay it and say, it's, you know, it's a roadblock or whatever. We're going to get through it. But, but, um, They've been trying really hard and to, to, to get it through, and uh, it was seeming kind of dubious there for a while. Um, I guess they really need it. I mean, I guess, like, is I guess I don't know anything about Activision. Is Activision a British company? Um, Honestly, I don't. I didn't think so. Because I'm just kind of wondering why. Uh, it's such a big deal to get it through the UK. I mean. Yeah, UK and um, they must be connected with it somehow because, like, if the, the United States okay, so that, like that's like the main point. You just go ahead that way. But um, if it's uh, you know, if it's if it's UK based, then maybe then maybe they do need. That's that's why everything is hinging on the the regulating body in um, in Britain. They're um, they're an American company based out of uh, Santa Monica, California. Yeah, so. I didn't I didn't think that they were British or anything. So it's like, 
why don't you just let the deal like why doesn't the deal just go through in in America? You go ahead and and you do America that way, and then I mean it's a pain, but the two companies can exist separately in Britain. But it's like, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess there's probably more to it that I'm just missing. But I, was gonna say, I don't know if it can technically. If it's one, if it's one body uh, here, I don't know if it can actually be legally split up into two separate entities over there. If it's, you know, noticed, you know, that I honestly, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't say for sure. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of issue with the fact that you can't just purposely pretend like your company is two different things like we're mcdonald's here but then when we're over there uh we're going to be uh, mcdonald's and a different company or something like that you know it's just like well i, don't know. I mean yeah there's got to be something there has to be something along those lines because it's like why is it a big deal you know to get britain to comply with what they want to do obviously it's not a small deal but it's like if you can go ahead and go through in america just do that and then work on the british thing you know later so it must be there must be more to it but regardless you know the deal kind of fell through um as far as as far as that is concerned i think they'll continue to try to make it happen um and i i don't know i just don't know how i how i feel about it on, on the one hand i'm i'm like I kind of think it's bad for companies to just become these mega conglomerate, you know, monolithic things. Um, I think it's, I think that that is, um, it makes it harder on other businesses, other companies to do well. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, like what is the, like I guess that is the 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 reason that they are saying to block it is that uh, it is going to be a bit of an antitrust situation, uh, a monopoly type situation for games over there, and they're just uh, trying to avoid that. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things that uh, you know we. I also think it's one of those things that yes, it's important to stop monopolies, but I also think it's more important to break up the monopolies we have because <laughs> yeah. depending on what region you are in America, you only have one real, you know, true uh, internet provider. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. A lot of places. And, and they, they hit you really hard. I mean, you always got something like, uh, there's always a secondary option, uh, that's never as good as the primary, but the primary pretty much has a lockdown in your specific region. Uh, it's and it differs from like state to state. So, yeah, um, that's, you know, things like that. I'm like, well, somehow they've managed to, like, you know, skirt the system. But yet we're getting really upset about, you know, Activision. And I'm like, Activision's a massive company. But at the same time, I don't know, I still think it's going to be to the best benefit to release, you know, uh, their games. At least Call of Duty is the primary focus, in, in my opinion. And that'd be to the best interest to release it on all platforms. If you're going to make an exclusive... I don't, there's enough people who won't want to transfer just because that, because I don't think enough people buy a system just for Call of Duty. I mean, yeah, people will kind of, you know, like I have my group, I play Call of Duty and it's whatever my friends go on, I guess. But it's like, if that's all they're going to do, you, you want the attachment rate to other games, not just, you know, and with Game Pass, I suppose you'll have a little bit better situation there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I don't know, I just can't see them like saying, no, we're going to completely cut Sony off uh, from Call of Duty. Yeah, I, I, I do uh, think you're kind of right. Like, I do think you're right 
on that. Um, Call of Duty, you know, if they did cut off Sony from Call of Duty, what they would essentially be doing in, you know, the short term, they would make a ton of money. Don't get me wrong. Um, but in the long term, what they would be doing is creating another Call of Duty because Sony wouldn't go away. Sony would develop their own and it would be pretty crappy for the first three to five years. And but it would sell enough to keep going. And uh, after 10 years, it would be probably as big uh, as Call of Duty just based on, you know, having, um, you know, ha having their own kind of captive audience. Um, and then, you know, and then it might overtake Call of Duty. And then eventually it might be Sony that's like got the the new version of Call of Duty. And that's like the biggest game in the world or, or whatever. And the actual Call of Duty might get shuttered or something like that. So I think that I think that uh, what Microsoft would probably do in that situation is they would always make it so that Sony um, would have to buy Call of Duty. They'd be like, you know, we're going to lease it to you and it's going to be just cheap enough that you like make money off of it and it's just cheap enough that it's more expensive for you sony to go develop your own call of duty um and i don't i know sony doesn't want to be in that position <laughs> because that's oh a no uh i mean i think where it really hurts uh where, where it would really hurt sony is all the other studios that are underneath the activision umbrella and any other side projects that's where in the long term uh microsoft can afford to make those exclusives or at least even with the call of duty example the uh timed exclusive you know like that's what sony did for a while be like all right first six months to a year this you know these, this extra content is uh exclusively to microsoft and then you'll eventually get to sony platforms and they don't want to be in that position uh so that, i guess I, I think that's the real reason why they're pushing because they still want to seem the most relevant and the strongest player yeah it's right now it's kind of hard to tell i mean yes you can look at some consoles and stuff but as far as the exclusives go uh there hasn't been microsoft is weak on that but they're really good on cover doing a lot of coverage for everything else but unfortunately with uh some of the new ports coming out uh you know the consoles are looking pretty good but the pcs unfortunately are not um but yeah i don't actually we have that some of that on the news here so why don't you tell us about some of the new games that come out and maybe some of the issues we've had with them yeah so uh this week uh redfall has released um to uh some pretty widespread poor reviews uh, the, the, the user reviews are very, very low right now. Um, and, uh, the actual, the, 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 the critic reviews are not particularly great. There's been a lot of bugs with the game. Um, I recently watched a particular YouTube YouTuber, um, kind of, uh, going over his experience with the game, kind of showing his gameplay. And, um, one of the major issues that I saw, um, was, the enemies have a really hard time with pathfinding. Um, they, uh, he, he was able to hide behind, um, not really hide. He was able to walk to the other side of crates or some like machine. Um, and the, the enemy could not find, could not get to him. It could see him, but it could, but it was a melee enemy. And, uh, like all the melee enemies, they, they were not able to get to him for like a long time. 
like they just kind of swiped and just kind of kind of sat there and he was like huh well and he like he he's mocking it pretty good uh he was taking a drink um kind of waiting just kind of talking about it and then he'd finally kill it you know um so that's pretty egregious um of course everyone's really angry displeased with the uh console version of redfall being locked at 30 fps i think we knew that going in in fact i know we knew that going in so that was something that people uh we're not happy about it in the first place. Um, I got a chance to play a little bit of it. I played uh, played for probably about thirty minutes just to kind of open it up and see what it was like. Um, and um, I'm playing on an old system. I thought it was fine. Um, I thought it was it was okay. Uh, obviously, I didn't play that much. But uh, something that I I noticed pretty much immediately that I think a lot of people have noticed is the game definitely does feel pretty budget. Um, the cutscenes are very budget. They're not. They're not animated. They are still pictures, like a pan over a still picture with maybe some 3D. You know, they're like in a 3D space, so they move slightly a little bit, but they're not really animated. Um, it, there's really, you know, nothing about the game that particularly grabs me. Um, yeah, it, it the 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 shooting seems fine but not particularly interesting um so yeah i think uh i think there's probably a lot i think there's a lot of reason for people to be sort of um upset with the game overall uh uh phil spencer uh talking about him again he came on i believe it was um uh uh the kind of funny podcast their video game news podcast he came on there and he apologized for the game, saying um, that uh, they had done some test reviews of the game and uh, it had scored quite a bit higher than what it's actually scoring. So they were kind of surprised by that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of uh, that's kind of what's going on with with uh, Redfall. I don't know how much uh, yeah. you had experience with it uh, so far. I unfortunately have not had a chance to play it. I was trying to get my system set up for it. Uh, had to make room on both my console and my PC. Uh, but from some of the bugs that I've also seen the video footage of, there was issues with uh, texture pop-in. Mm, uh, they, yeah. The police station, in the or not fire station, in the beginning, the crest on the bottom, uh, stays blurry for like almost 30 seconds, you know, t 10 to 30 seconds, just waiting there. And then it pops in nice and clear. And that happens quite often. Uh, even the blood stains from, you know, the enemies and such. Uh, it's very, uh, it just takes forever for it to, uh, you know, complete. And you're mentioning about the, uh, the enemy AI. And I've also seen footage of someone like just watching the AI stumbling upon themselves, trying to get through an archway. And then, the person just walking up behind them kill us you know quote unquote stealth killing one of them and then walking up to the other one and the, the other one reacts like you know he realizes his partner is dead uh then they, they just continue to walk up behind the next person and melee him uh there's also uh the vampires that happen to like freeze in place and he's just able to punch them to death so there's a lot of bad issues with the combat in that front so it's just it was uh Kind of a disappointing, you know, thing, especially coming from Arcane, who did uh, Prey. Uh, they did Dishonored. They do very good work. Um, 
you know, they did uh, Deathloop, and a lot of people like that one as well. And so I'm not really 100% sure what happened. It kind of feels like um, it reminds me of Platinum Games, where you have that A team, B team, or like uh. analogy, because Platinum either knocks it out of the park or they drop the ball. And, but this is Arcane's always done it well. They've always done everything solid. And so for this to happen, it's just like, uh, who was sleeping behind the helm? You know, it's like, it just feels like there was some sort of really bad miscommunication across the board. Um, and for, for the amount of bugs everyone seems to be finding, uh, yeah, there must have been a lot of people lying about the, what their experiences, uh, you know, testing were. Um, or their crunch was so bad that they just like, we have to get out of the door and we can fix, we can patch it later. Uh, but that just, well, it's I mean, a tarnish on your image and your brand, uh, for not only arcane, but for, uh, Microsoft as well. So, you know, they, they really should have just, you know, waited, you know, people would have been very upset and I know you have investors and stuff to answer to, Yeah, but apparently, honestly, um... it, yeah. Apparently Phil kind of addressed that because I think um, he kind of knew that people would say, you know, well, you should have just waited and, you know, figured it out. And he said, but first of all, I'll say, I think that you're right. I think that uh, again, coming out like this, where the AI is not finding you, where it's clearly broken, like the main point of the game is the thing to try to kill you. So you have to kill it first. You know, if that doesn't work, you need more time with the game. I'm sorry. You just need more time. Um but he said that uh, what what uh, people are, what people are saying is the problem with the game that more time would not have have really sorted that out. And while I kind of more I, I more agree with you that you need to take more time, I do see his point um, a little bit. I ever since I heard about this game, I was kind of like. I don't understand why people are excited about it. To me, it just, it didn't seem like it was doing, it was planning to do anything that was really going to change the game or blow me out of the water or have a real reason to make, make me want to play it other than hype, other than people are kind of expecting it to be good. And it's like, oh, it's Arcane. It's like, yeah, Arcane makes good games. They make, they kind of have a, have a reputation for making good games that don't sell. Um, but you know, they, they, they're critical darlings. They make good games. Um, but like looking at the game, you know, before it came out, uh, when people were talking about it, I was, I was very much like, it's a good, it's a good studio, but I don't see the good idea. I don't see the novelty to it. Um, and it, it novelty seemed... is you have friends to play with. That's the novelty that you know you're going to be able to have. So when it first when they first showed it, a lot of people, including myself, kind of felt that it was supposed to be like a Left 4 Dead competitor. Mm -hmm. And you know, so after Back for Blood kind of fell a little short from expectations. It's like, hey, another person, person or another group is going to give this a shot. And you know, it's a it's a good studio. It's a solid studio. Um, I mean, not saying Back for Blood didn't have, uh, you know, a good foundation, uh, but you know, like, hey, maybe this will do it better. And then later on, they showed footage being like, no, no, this isn't a, um, this isn't one of those games. This is actually like a story, a campaign, and that's always a lot of fun. Uh, 
you know, even if it's not the best, like you can still get a lot of enjoyment of just, you know, doing things with your, uh, your friends. But when it's broken, I yeah. mean, the yeah. only time enjoyment you get out of your friends is you all get to mock it together. Um, and yeah, outside of that, it's just like, you know, even if it was just, a, you know, an okay game, uh, so long as you're playing with your friends and it made it really, you know, and you can always increase the difficulty to create the challenge. Um, but if you're the AI and the enemies won't even hunt you down, uh, yeah. there is no challenge. So, and then it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you have a point there. Um, the novelty, I guess, is, is arcane making a multiplayer game. Um, you know, like a true, like multiplayer. When I did fire this up, I did get back for blood vibes. Um, but I kept, so I haven't played it multiplayer yet. I hope that we get a chance to, um, but from what I could tell playing through it a little bit, even without the bugs, um, I, I think it, it would be hard for this game to be as good as back for blood even. Um, not that Back for Blood was particularly amazing. It was fun though. Um, I just don't see this game really uh, being able to to match that. Um, I would have loved for Back for Blood to have uh, still still framed cutscenes though. <laughs> that was the only thing that I was really upset with Back for Blood is you would have the most bare minimum dialogue in the background. And if your friends were talking, they would literally, you would just, you wouldn't be able to hear the quote unquote story going on. Yeah. And you know, that was, that was a shame because I, if it had just a little bit of a sliver of a story uh, to really connect it, that would have been really nice. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed back for blood actually a bit more than most. Uh, but that's because I enjoyed also having multiple groups of friends to play with. And it was just really nice. Being, you know, because we really don't get a chance to get together all that often. Um, so when it came to this, I was I'm I'm still kind of looking forward to it in a weird what now now it's more of a weird twisted way. Uh, but I would like you know I, uh, quite a few of my friends had been to uh, get this thing downloaded. I'm just the only one lagging because I had to make enough space on multiple hard drives and I don't have enough time to do all that in one night. Yeah, it's tough. So, yeah yeah it's tough i I don't think the game is i don't think the core gameplay as intended is bad i think that it's um i think that it's just kind of boilerplate not particularly uh you know novel but i don't think it's bad i think the shooting is okay so you know i hope they can get the the bugs fixed and uh, we can maybe kind of see what this game is really supposed to be like um, before we give it a, a final final say, um, but uh, for now it's um, looking like it's in pretty dire straits. All right. Well, speaking of dire straits, now we got another <laughs> game out there that also has not been uh, too well received, at least on the PC front, and that's going to be the uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Survivors. Um, I don't know how much you know about uh, what's been going on with this. Yeah, we were kind of talking before the cast. Um, I, I confess to you that it uh, wasn't really on my radar. I just saw that Jedi Survivor um, had already been discounted 10%, and people were kind of saying, that's definitely not a good sign. Um, but I didn't know about some of the other bug things, uh, but uh, you apparently do. So let us know about that. Yeah, so it's been, you know, uh, essentially there's been a lot of... Um, uh, stutter struggle as uh, digital foundry likes to call it 
and it's the <laughs> compilation issues with the game. Uh, it's really bad on PC. Uh, consoles apparently are pretty fair, uh, and they've gotten okay reviews across the board. Uh, but as far as PC goes, it's uh, a lot of people are arguing that this is like unacceptable and un- unplayable. And as far as you know, a quality game of this, um, you're expecting more from a game like this, uh, especially since a lot of these issues also happened to the first game, uh, Fallen Order, when it first came out. Uh, uh, mm. They had to patch these things out, so you, these are these weren't like a new occurrence. They knew, you know, I don't know if you haven't learned from your mistakes the first time around, you know, then it's kind of most definitely a shame on you situation, yeah. and yeah. It's just been a really rough for PC ports this year. Uh, and this one seemed to be getting raked over the coals by a lot of people. Um, I have not played the game at all, so I actually don't have any firsthand experience on this one. Uh, but it's just, I really like that, uh, the last game. I thought it was a really fun take. Um, a little longer in parts than I'd prefer, just because if you wanted to complete it like 100%, uh, there was some backtracking involved. And there wasn't a quicker way to do it because the maps were kind of big. Um and I was also playing on a PS4, so the loading times were kind of, you know, an issue. So with this one having the new, you know, the new hardware, you think it wouldn't be as big of a problem, but yet there's still so many problems. So that's that's actually I think why people are so many so angry at it. And uh, yeah, that's I mean, it's just one of those things that this is yet another game this year with another issue, and it's not even that you know we're only in May, so yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the near future, but I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, thinking that th- things start looking better. I'm kind of thinking that Redfall and Jedi Survivor, probably um, their respective companies were looking at the release window, and you know J- June is going to be a massive month. Um, the rest of May, I mean, Zelda's coming out uh, a week from now, essentially. And um, and then June, and then is going to be a, a big month, and there's a couple more big games. So it was either kind of released right now, or I guess wait until fall, when probably some other bigger, even bigger games were probably going to come out. Um, I'm just I'm just kind of confused. I'm like, why not push some of these games? I know they've been pushed a million times, but like, like it's it's always better to push than to have um, a game come out that's that's known for being buggy rather than being good, uh, especially this buggy and this kind of half-baked as both of these games seem to be. Um, but I guess uh, the people in finance are like, nope, it's gotta gotta be when we say, and this is it. Yeah, there's there's always the, the financial backer that, you know, is more or less pushing the force, you know, pushing the things out and like, yeah, uh, there there has to be people on the dev teams are like, no, no, we, we really shouldn't be doing this. Uh, but in the, in the end, whoever writes the paycheck tends to win. So, well that, and I kind of think it's like, it's like, so you're a developer and you've made promises. You're like, yeah, we can hit this date and blah, 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 blah. And then the date comes and then it gets pushed back and then it gets pushed back again. And finally, I mean, your job is kind of on the line. It's either like the game gets re- like either you have to give in and say, okay, we can release the game or, you know, they're going to go, you have basically like just. You've basically just lied about what you're able to to produce and provide, um, and 
it's uh, become it's become a big problem for the company because you weren't you the developer weren't able to get it done on time and right, and so it's like uh, okay you know it's just got a it's got a release. Um, that's I think that might be kind of some of the problem with it. Um, if I had to if I had to guess at what's like really going behind going on behind some of these scenes, but yeah. Anyway, um, we still have some more news. Um, I'll go ahead and jump on to the next thing. Um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has leaked. Um, it uh, it's came out a couple days ago. Um, it leaked a full ten days before its scheduled release. Um, this is bad. Uh, copies being in the wild is not unheard of or really unexpected um, this close to release date. The problem, though, is that um, it's already been ripped to PC. Uh, it's already it's already on the internet in full. Um, uh, it's uh, yeah. So that on its face is obviously really bad. Um, I was reading an article kind of saying. Uh, that um, that uh, sort of the reason for this seems to be that Nintendo, I don't know, like the way that they release games is um, the old school way where the game is just, it's on the cartridge or on the thing and it's just ready to go. Um, so when it's out on the street, you know, waiting or when it's uh, when it's in warehouses waiting to be put out, it is like the full game and you don't need any kind of code or anything to activate it. So anybody that, um, you know, leaks that or kind of lets it fall off the back of a truck, you know, then has anybody that picks that up has access to it um, in full, which, you know, that is all nice for the consumer when they actually buy it and it's like ready to go. But it's bad for the company whenever it leaks because it, it gets everywhere. Um, I think they've been doing their best to shut all those, all those uh, leaks down. Um, some people apparently were stupid enough to stream it. Of course, um, wow, that's just it's just really dumb. But um, yeah, so uh, Nintendo might decide to make an example out of them. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's unclear how big of a of a problem it's going to be for for Nintendo ultimately. I don't I don't know I don't know how many of their uh, potential buyers are really going to be affected by this, but it's definitely not a good thing at the very least. I see. I couldn't remember if they were having DRM on this one because I know, uh, Denovo is the, the popular, you know, DRM of choice. Uh, it's a Zelda game. So the story is very minimum in my opinion. It's always been that way for all of them, fair uh, or at least most of them, I should say. And so, I, I mean, uh, I feel that any fan uh, that would really care is going to, you know, even if they wanted to look it up, they're still going to buy it and play it. Uh, it really won't matter to them. It's not good. They're not going to read it and be like, yep, all right, I'm done, you know, or like watch it oh, or something. Oh, yeah, the spoilers, the spoilers to me are not, because I, I, I thought that that's, I thought that same thing. I was like, well, it's a Zelda game. You know, you're Zelda, you fight the things, you save the princess, we're done, you know. They, as far as the, uh, yeah, being ripped. Now that stinks. Uh, but and I, but I think also, once again, um, the the majority of people who would actually download it and play it are people who wouldn't buy it anyways. At least, you know, not right away. Uh, and anyone who knows Nintendo knows that it won't go on sale for a very long time. 
Uh, so it's not like you can, it's not like most uh, PlayStation or Xbox games where you know in, you know, three months' time it's going to go on sale. It probably won't, not until the very earliest, maybe Black Friday. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and maybe a one year anniversary or something like that. So uh, that's that's the way I I think that'll happen. And so most people who anyone who's interested would buy it. Those who download it probably weren't going to buy it anyways. Uh, so it just it, it does suck, though, because you don't want your stuff being stolen. I mean, you go through the issue of making it, try to make everything good. So I'm just curious how. The more interesting is like how the copies get out in the wild to begin with. Um, you always hear stuff like this from uh, everything from like you know the Harry Potter books, someone stealing it from like the warehouse, some employee or something like that, and you know. So I'm kind of curious the original source and how it got out, other than maybe some retailers, you know, someone letting a box slip or something like that. Um, and you see that too. I mean, but you also see games often go on sale that are street dated uh from the you know on like facebook marketplace i saw the hogwarts come out and sale like a week before mm. and they weren't asking too much more for it they were like yeah you know 120 i'm like you know what if i actually cared that would actually be it wouldn't be a bad deal you but you know you're buying something blatantly stolen <laughs> yeah yeah so it's definitely definitely illegal um but uh, like, yeah, I understand you buy one copy, but when they're selling like like six copies or something like that, you're like, yeah, that's totally stolen. Uh, so you have to well, be careful when you buy merch like that. Well, I think what's happening is, you know, you're talking about people who are warehouse workers or, you know, retail workers, and they're not, I mean, they're not particularly concerned probably with keeping their job long term. Um, so the risk you know, is there. Oh, sorry, I had to sneeze. The risk is there, but it's not um, really that big to them, uh, especially with the amount of money that they potentially could make if they, you know, I mean, if you happen to steal, you know, 50 of these or 100 of these uh, copies and you sell them for 100 bucks a piece or even more uh, to people who, who want them early, then stand to make a pretty good amount of money uh, compared to how much you normally make uh, at your day job and, you know, as a retail stock boy or whatever. So I think that's probably what's kind of going on there. Um, you bring up a good point, though, about the DeNuvo um, thing, because I think that I think that uh, I'm reminded that Nintendo did say they were going to start working with somebody like that to... Uh, create DRM for their games, which nobody was really happy about. But I think that uh, seems like it might be it might be necessary now. Um, that's what people seem to be the most um, concerned with. The reporters or people that look at these things is not so much copies getting out in the wild, but being ripped to PC. Because uh, when it's when it's the full game is on PC, then it's not even about. Sp spoilers that you have to worry about story spoilers it is the true essence of of what makes a game good which is the gameplay that is available to uh people who are so inclined now um uh so but yeah i, I don't know i would uh i'd love to be a fly on the wall in some of these meetings and uh, be able to see how much this uh leak actually affects sales i doubt it'll be all that much i think it's still gonna be a massive massively successful game but um yeah, I, I would just like to know the truth, uh, but I don't think we're, I'm going to get to at any point soon. 
Yeah, I think you're right about that. All right, so what else we got? We got one last bit of news, I believe. Um, and it's something about Final Fantasy, you said? Yes, uh, one last little thing. Just saw this. Uh, I think it might have been posted yesterday or something. But um, Final Fantasy 16 um, has been banned in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I read a news article from, I believe it was a Video Games Chronicle. And... Um, Apparently, the regulating body over there in Saudi Arabia um, is blaming uh, Square Enix, saying that they've been asking the developer, the the the, the publisher for for a long time to, I forget how they put it exactly, but basically to make the small changes to the game necessary for it to be able to be released in Saudi Arabia. Um, they're not specifically saying what that is, um, though I do have an idea of, of what it is, but they're not specifically saying what that is. Um, but they seem to think that it wouldn't have taken very much for, for Square Enix to be able to, uh, to make the game, um, releasable in Saudi Arabia. Um, ooh, it's thunder and lightning outside. Uh, hope we don't get, hope we don't get shut down again. Uh, anyway, so, um. So basically, uh, uh, but of course they would say that, you know, they would, they would shift blame off of themselves. Um, what people are guessing that the problem is and the reason for it being banned in Saudi Arabia is, uh, it's probably due to LGBT content in the game, um, that the publisher is not willing to get rid of or change, um, and so Saudi Arabia is, is, uh, is a country that uh, does not jive with that um, so much as the West or even the Far East. So, um, and I think that's, that's probably a fair assessment. I, I would, that was my, my, my first guess as to uh, why it's not there. I guess it just remains to be seen. Eventually it'll probably come out uh, as to why, though um, whether Final Fantasy 16 will come out uh is very much in doubt. Yeah, uh, that's. I know certain uh, MMOs have made exceptions for certain countries uh, due to uh, their their laws and their the way they perceive things. Like in Japan, uh, or in some uh, quite a few countries, uh, the color of blood uh, for certain scenes will have to be changed. Yeah, and like so, China and stuff like that, you can't necessarily show uh, blood the same. And so they'll they'll change the color of it to green or something like that just to make it different. Uh, so a lot of zombie games in Japan is also uh, at fault for this. So you have to switch it up. There's, I believe you're not allowed to show skeletons in China. Uh, so you, they, they've had to remove. Yeah. So if you have bones lying around, you, know, you have to remove those for certain games. And so it's not uncommon to make those kind of um, those changes but when it comes to a hot button topic like this uh i think i think if square in their eyes if they make that kind of change they're they'd be giving up or conceding a value of theirs and it's more likely to do them more harm uh than good and so you know it, it's worth it for them to go ahead and stay by their morals and you know just not change it uh, if that's you know if that is indeed the case uh, for this particular instance, um, but since they didn't outright say it, I mean it's kind of 
rumors and speculation then yeah right? that's so fair. Yeah. but it's it is it is more of a hypothesis uh an educated guess on that one for sure yeah so. um you're talking about having to change things you know famously fallout 3 had a uh particular scene early on involving an atomic bomb and uh, that had to be removed uh from the game for the japanese release um, due to some sensitivity around that topic, obviously. Um, so yeah, you're right there. There is a, there's a lot of things that depending on the region kind of have to be worked around. Um, I kind of, Japan also had for Homefront. uh, they, I'm pretty sure it was Japanese release of Homefront. They weren't allowed to have essentially say North Korea was the ones who invaded America. And so instead they just said the country from the North. Oh, yeah. um, which makes it makes it seem like Canada is the one who came up and you know pretty much took over America, uh, you know. It's like that's it was quite funny in that respect. Yeah, um, that was that was a very. I don't awkward. even think they changed. I don't even think they changed character models. <laughs> so well, no one was playing that game uh, yeah. anyway. So um, nobody really gave a crap. But uh, yeah, um, I kind of I kind of wonder because if it is LGBT content. You know, uh, changing a couple things around, a couple lines of dialogue um, might have been all that would be needed, depending on you know the cutscenes. So I'm kind of thinking that whatever they, if it is along those lines, to, you know, if that is the case, um, then uh, it must be kind of baked into the story of the game, or maybe crucially important. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's something that is uh, going on right now, and we'll we'll see if uh, anything uh, uh, gives on it, anything changes. But uh, for now, yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen. I guess they, I guess Square Enix is not too worried about the game's release in uh, Saudi Arabia and like-minded countries. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things that they're they're going to sell gangbusters anyways. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's true. Um, but all right, and now down to what we've been playing. Unfortunately, I've been pretty busy lately, so I have not gotten a chance to play a whole lot of anything new. Uh, I just got to enjoy more of that Resident Evil re uh, 4 remake, and I have had a really good time with it. I didn't get around to finishing it, unfortunately, but uh, I did run into some uh, just some minor issues with uh, my Xbox and my controller. So I was like, yeah, it's... I got hung up trying to do, uh, trying to perfect the shooting gallery, and oh. I just can, uh, yeah. I, it's it was one of those things that like I get, I'm, I'm there. I'm like I can't move on till I get this as perfect as I can, and eventually I just like, all right, I got S rank, I can't get S plus, I'm out. Uh, but I was at least able to, uh, you know, I made it pretty far in the game. I've made it to third, you know, the island um, portion, and. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be, uh, you know, finishing it up here real soon. But honestly, I'm looking forward to getting around to touch some of the other games that I have on my backlog. Uh, but other than that, it's like not much else that, you know, had changed since I mentioned it before. It's uh, still really good. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's if you don't know if you should play the original or this, um, it's one of those things that for an academic purpose, go ahead and play the original mm. first. But honestly, if you had to only pick one, you're not hurting yourself by playing this and making this your only experience with the game. Um, you know, I, I, I fully enjoy it. Uh, it is 
just a little bit it's just different enough but honestly it's uh, it's still a great game so yeah that's good all right that's good um oh. go ahead Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, just that's about it. So nothing else new on my end. So what about you? Uh, speaking of games that uh, we have uh, mentioned before on this podcast, um, I played a little bit of Hi-Fi Rush for the first time. I played about an hour of it. Um, good game. I, I enjoy it a lot, even though it's a rhythm game, which I'm usually pretty terrible at. Um, and ironically, I, would, I do think it could be a little bit more difficult, uh, even on normal. Um, but, uh, but, it, but the combat itself is fun. Um, the tutorial moments I found were a little bit too frequent. Uh, I think it would have been better to fight a few more enemies between the tutorial s- sections, kind of get like, okay, this is, you know, kind of have a little bit more fun and then like another t- tutorial pop up. Um, but, um, it's really cool, uh, this game, that they were able to work in the copyright owners for the songs um, so that you could stream it or um, like then they have like a mode that's like safe for streaming, uh, safer for streaming. And they have a mode that's like, well, if you're not streaming, then like we can like really let it go and play the songs like exactly as, as uh, you know, as intended so that you won't get copyright uh, warnings or strikes or anything like that. Um, but as far as the game itself goes, uh, I I think it's really good. I think the gameplay is is very is very nice, solid, interesting. Um, it uh, it allows you to kind of it allows you to do cool things if you're talented enough. But it also doesn't hurt you if you suck at rhythm games. Like it'll still let you get through. You can still you'll still have some fun. But um, but it is really satisfying to to get that rhythm down um, and get a good combo off or like chain a bunch of combos um, for my playthrough or the, the bit I, I played of it. Um, I almost never did anything with the directional button until I absolutely had to. I was particularly focused on just getting the combos right. And so there's a lot of times where I'm like I'm like swinging at like dead air Um just because I'm trying to keep that combo going. Um, and I'm like, I'll get to the enemy eventually, but I got to keep this combo alive uh, so I can get my my nice S rank, which I was able to do a couple times. Most of the time I was like A and B rank, but sometimes I was able to sneak up into that S rank for a particular area, which which always felt good. Um, the story is, uh, is uh, pretty thin, um, pretty like... Hey, you're a kid. And you're only an hour in, though. That's the thing. It's it gets so much better. Okay. Uh, okay. There's so much more to do in when you get to the. There's a hideout you'll unlock. I did. I just unlocked that. Yeah. There, there is so much more additional dialogue with other like, all of it is completely skippable, uh, you know. So you can just ignore everything, go straight to the next mission. But if you would like, you know, if you want to go down that path, there is a lot there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was never good enough to really worry about con- doing the um, like the combo system or like the, the challenges that they had. I'm like, you know what? That's a little too much effort that I'm willing to put in. But the game's an amazing game. Uh, it's, you know, Tango Gameworks uh, doing their really good stuff. It's kind of, um, it's one of those weird things that, yeah, when Bethesda lets a team do their do what they want, you know, they sometimes they come out with something really awesome. And then 
at other times they come out with Redfall. So, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is the bittersweet uh, aspect of uh, Bethesda as a publisher, I guess. Yeah, um, the, the game's good. I enjoyed it uh, for, for what I've played. I'm, I've kind of sunk my teeth into some other games um, since then, though, so I don't know how much I'm going to play it um, for the time being. But, uh, yeah, good game. Definitely definitely a, a bright spot for Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, for sure. And that was one of those things that it was amazing that it came out from out of nowhere, seemingly. Everything was kept under wraps. No leaks, no hints, no rumors, just... It was there, it was announced, and it was out. Yeah. So that was one of the biggest uh, surprises, you know, in more recent memories. That's the way I like so. it. All right. Uh, so what have you been watching, sir? So, yeah, um, not too much on this front. Um, I've been watching a few things, but a lot of them are just kind of meh. But uh, there's just one show that came out on Netflix uh, a few weeks ago uh, called Beef. Um, it is... Uh, um, it is a mostly Asian cast, um, which is a bit of a, of its claim to fame, I guess it is. Um, it is a, it, it's, it's a 10 episode TV show from, uh, the, the studio that made it is a 24, which, uh, you might know from plenty of other movies, they tend to make kind of artsy films, um, a little bit more on the artsy side, you know, can film festival type stuff. Um, and, uh, it's about, um, it is apparently, it is apparently based on a true event of road rage that happened to one of the, 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 uh, the, the writers, um, how far that truth you know how far that based on that subject actually goes um as far as the story is concerned probably is not super far because some pretty crazy stuff happens in this show um but um it's good it was uh it, it was it was it was pretty good i watched the first couple episodes and i thought i knew where it was going and i, I kind of did but um which was kind of down a dark road that i was not really sure I wanted to be a part of, but I gave it a break and then I came back to it. And, um, about that, you know, third or fourth episode, I was like, okay, I kind of, I think I'm in for the long haul on this. Um, because it was, it, it's not that it was uninteresting in the first parts. It was, it was very interesting. Um, but I, I, I uh, was wrapped up in the story enough and there was enough, um, interesting. There's enough, um, of the right kind of interesting things that were going on that made me go, okay, I'm ready to see how this, how far this really goes. Um, and it does go pretty far out there, um, in the last two episodes, uh, especially, um, but, uh, some of the actors in it, uh, Amy Wong, uh, who is a, uh, comedian, um, she is one of the main roles and she's a pretty good actress. Um, she does a pretty good job. She does have some pretty funny spots, but, but, um, that's not her main role in it. Her main role is like to, to get the acting done and to carry the story out. Um, and then I think it's a Steven Yuen. Um, he was, uh, he was in walking dead for many, many years. Um, as, uh, gosh, what is his name in walking dead? He was like everyone's favorite character for the longest time in walking dead. Um, 
but uh, he's in it and he is also a pretty terrific actor. Um, he actually has a little bit, tiny, tiny singing part, um, uh, in one of the later episodes at the beginning. And I was like, dang, this guy can freaking sing. It's like, of course he's a, he's a Hollywood actor that can all sing and dance and act. They're all triple threats, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, um, it's a pretty good show. If you're into a little bit of an artsy thing and you're ready to, um, kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of cringe at what some of the characters, you know, they're going to do, um, and it's not going to be good. Um, I guess kind of cringe in a good way in that sense, then this show might be for you, but, uh, yeah, overall pretty, pretty good. Pretty interesting. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, uh, that's, it's not normally part of your wheelhouse to do something like that. So yeah, thanks for bringing that to the table. Uh, on that front, uh, we are pretty much done with the show today. So if you guys made it to this far, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And you know, hope you all have enjoyed your uh, your Children's Day celebrations and your Cinco de Mayo, uh, I suppose. <laughs> Happy Cinco yeah. de Children's Day to you. Yeah, and, and yes, until next time, uh, thanks for watching. This has been Another Dead Pixel, uh, episode 43. Take care, guys. See you later. Thanks. Bye.